I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and this is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. In Shakespeare's Tempest, Ferdinand, in desperation at the terrible plight of ship and crew, cries out, Hell is empty, and all the devils are here. And looking around at our situation today, it's not difficult to reach the same conclusion except that our modern materialistic science doesn't allow for that conclusion. Oh, we might utter the words, but I doubt most of us would use words like hell and devils in anything more than an illustrative sense. We almost certainly wouldn't mean it literally. But there is a very modern science emerging here in Brazil that does consider the power of spiritual influence to inspire the human being, uh, both for good and for evil. And yes, I do mean a science. And what the scientist responsible for this view, Dr. Norberto Kepi maintains, is that the evil is winning, as long as we don't have more consciousness of this. That means reuniting theology and philosophy again with exact science, as used to be the case, so we can really understand our situation. Under control of evil, today, on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Our programs are available 24-7 on our Stop Radio station at stopradio.org or through iTunes radio stations. You can download individual programs, too, as podcasts, Thinking with Somebody Else's Head, the podcast name. Our blog is somebodyelseshead.wordpress.com. Well, you know, however you listen to us, please let us know once in a while what you think at jones at stop.org.br. Well, as always, with these more theological programs, I feel the need to explain myself a bit. I came to this knowledge later in life. For the first half of what I hope will be a long life, <laughs> I always like uh, most of my peer group, interested first and foremost in making a good living and having a life full of rich and rewarding personal and professional experiences. I traveled, I loved and lost, I tried to develop a topspin serve, <laughs> I cooked and played music and focused on my self-growth. And then I read a remarkable book written by a Brazilian psychoanalyst and social scientist called Liberation of the People, The Pathology of Power, which was given to me by my dear friend Susan Berkeley, who's been a frequent guest on our programs, actually. In this book, Dr. Norberto Kepi blew my mind. I mean, I'd been reading everything I could get my hands on about social therapy, trying to get a, a handle on the problems I saw all around of poverty and injustice and psychotic capitalism and socialism. I didn't know what to make of it all because everything you read is slanted towards the mindset of the writer. So it's very hard to find objectivity. Kepi's book was brilliant in that respect. Liberation of the People is a psychoanalysis of the society and the human beings who compose that society. It's not coming from a point of view. It's not furthering a social theory or trying to sell a course based on the concepts. It's a scientific analysis of the psyche of the architects of our modern society, which is all of us in part, but largely the result of the sickness of the most powerful among us who after all, drive the society the most. And when Kepi talks in this book about how these corrupt leaders act like demons, well, that really got me thinking. He means this metaphorically, right? I said to myself, like an illustration, doesn't he? Well, no, he doesn't. <laughs> in a classic Kepian blending of science with classic Judeo-Christian theology and Roman Stoic philosophy, 
He widens the approach to analyzing problems. We can now see the demonic influences in our world and fully understand the root of our human problematic. We are following an evil orientation, not the divine one that's our true birthright. Maybe you can see why that called to me so strongly that I sold the house my wife, Madeline, at the time, and I had in New York, put all our stuff into storage, and moved to Brazil. For six months to start, but stretching to many years, as I deepened in the purpose of Kepi's and Dr. Claudia Bernhard Pacheco's work of trying to lead the way to a true society and civilization. So on today's program, I'd like, with Dr. Pacheco's help, to penetrate this theological dilemma and look at how we are under the control of evil. We'll dig in in just a moment when Thinking with Somebody Else's Head returns on the Stop Radio Network. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. Hey, beautiful rustic cottage you're building there. Just have to hook up the sewage line here and we're good to go. But isn't that outlet a little close to the well? You're some kind of environmental extremist water quality regulator. No, but won't the wastewater spill into the community's fresh water supply we all drink from? It's all just good old all-natural house drainage. Nature will take care of it. Woohoo! Success! Can I get you a drink of water? Yeah, maybe not. Inversion. It's killing us. A message from the Stop the Destruction of the World Association. StopNA.org. I remember a client. She has a near problem, a syndrome. When the person starts to get deaf. A landmark psychological science that helps us understand physical disease. But with analysis, the syndrome stopped developing. And helps solve it without drugs or surgery. The doctors told her, now you are a healthy person. Take back your normal life. Healing Through Consciousness by Claudia Bernhard Pacheco is a profound book loaded with case studies that explain the root cause of our health problems. And this morning, she woke up with a heavy heart, as if she was expecting something different from the doctor. And what we can do to really solve them, not just take away the symptoms. So the most difficult aspect is for her to even suspect that she has an inner life that she's not aware of. Claudia Bernhard Pacheco's Healing Through Consciousness, the revolutionary scientific method that treats both mental and physical illness through dialogue alone, making clinical treatment, medicines, and hospitalization unnecessary. Buy Healing Through Consciousness today in the bookstore at stop.org.br. You're listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Our program is based on the science of analytical trilogy. If you're interested in learning more, you'll find information about books, TV shows, and any upcoming congresses or teleclasses on our site at HealingThroughConsciousness.com. Now, back to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head with Richard Lloyd-Jones and Dr. Claudia Bernhard Pacheco on the Stop Radio Network. This is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and in just a moment, Claudia Bernhard Pacheco will join us. Um, I want to just give you some idea of what you can do to uh, listen to our programs. You know, we have a lot of people from, I think it's 188 countries now, who have been tuning in our Stop Radio Network. So... 
That's not a small amount, and I, I would like you to, as you're listening and enjoying what you're listening to, of course, that's the, the requirement, prerequisite, do pass it on to your, your friends and family members, uh, colleagues, acquaintances, the networks. That's how we grow, and it's very important that we create this energetic wave around the planet because the situation of the planet is really, really dire. And we need to get those programs out there. Um, a good friend of mine in uh, the Okanagan Valley in British Columbia has been spreading hours, uh, radio programs on his Boomer Radio Network, Alan Hollander. And I want to thank you for that, Alan. And um, please, let us let us get out to the world. It's important that we do. Uh, Claudia Baron Harper Shaco, we were talking last time about many things, <laughs> as we often do, particularly the gap between science and theology and um, how science is incomplete because we science is separated from philosophy, theology, and now with Dr. Kepi's science bringing theology and philosophy back into science, we have a more complete understanding of how the world works. But in, in in listening to our last program, I was thinking that we don't have a very complete view of what is the spiritual world in our modern society. We've banalized the idea of evil, haven't we? Evil has become something, ah, well, I made a mistake here, or I did a little something stupid there, but it was just a mistake. We don't really understand the significance of, of evil and what it means and how it acts in our life. Could you talk a bit more about how you and this Dr. Kepi... This is the most, the, the, most, the most sensitive subject ever, Richard. Um, and when we say, when we quote some exorcists saying that the bigger or the biggest technique that... Lucifer uses and his fellows use is to like to pretend or to disguise their existence um, to make believe they they don't exist so they are invisible intangible they don't you know they can act freely behind the scenes until the point where and when the person is so much involved with these evil forces that they need to acknowledge. They come in front of the person, like they show up, really. Sometimes they show up like a visual. It's, it's visible. It's, it's like you have visions. You, f you, f you sense smells, uh, very horrible smells, odors that are horrible. Or you can even feel their touching, their like it's how do you call this sensorial thing? Like a Tattoo. brushing of the yeah. skin. Yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, it's a, a ta uh, in Portuguese we say é uma experiência tátil. Yeah, ta a tactile experience. Yeah, and you can have this. You hear them, and sometimes you don't see them with your senses, but you feel his its presence in your life. But then it can be too late, you know. They only show up like this when 
the person is already gone or they are they, they, they are already given to him. These experiences you're talking about, these tactile experiences or the ability to smell or see them, there's a, a number of scientists who do a lot of experimentation, a lot of work now with the muscles of the face, the micro-expressions, they call them. Huh. TV, TV show based on their work called Lie to Me. And there are moments when the person will reveal something in the facial muscle, muscles uh-huh. that shows a great anger uh-huh. or hate or disrespect, something very strong that passes in like a microsecond. Yes. There's some people who are tuned into that. They can see that. But maybe this is a an example of, in psychological terms, the mask falling and us seeing the way the person really is. It's like the mask comes down. For just a brief second, we see this. Ah! Yeah. Is this what you're talking about, maybe? Uh, not, only. not only. What you're saying is like when you see uh, an, an evil spirit in the person, inside that person, or the person himself became an evil, pers- an evil being. I, what I'm speaking about is spirits, like no matter, no body, but real a- decayed angels and spirits like human souls that they have left this life in a very bad situation and they are like demons, human demons. And they stay around here. They need our energy to stay. And why do I speak about this? Because what is the richest scientific material about spirits, Richard, is psychoanalysis, is psychiatry, psychotherapy. It's the inner life of the person, is the psychological life of human beings. Psyche is means soul. Yeah. So uh, our practice, being psychoanalysts, we deal with these problems every day, every day. And it's too simplistic to think to consider that their visions, their turmoils, their terrors, their horrors are dreams, just visions, dreams, nightmares, voices visions, in the head, everything, and like disgraces. And people come and they say, "I don't know what is happening to me. Everything goes wrong. Everything, everything. I attract evil to my life. What is happening?" And panic attacks. You know, so we deal with this every day. And why should we just be blinded by this materialistic psychiatry that simply in the last 20th century considered um, spirits and demons non-existent, just a fabrication of our brain cells? So this is ridiculous. This has always been for millennia. Well, I know I'm listening to you now after 16 years here with a lot more openness. But when I first came here Mm -hmm. to Brazil, coming from North America, the idea that you guys were talking about spirits, I was going, but that's like... Middle Ages. Middle Ages, yeah. That's like uh, 500 years ago. We don't talk about that anymore. And now you're... I'm seeing, of course, today how how naive and ignorant we are about this. We are lucky in Brazil, as I said before, because here Brazilian people really accept 
this concept of the spirituality and spirits being active in our everyday life. And so th this is like something we we uh, we live every yeah, day. Normal, it's normal. Right. It's normal. But what is a normal? Abnormal is this integration. I mean, abnormal because it's not. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> but what Kepi did was an integration between psychology or psychoanalysis and theology. So. Uh, exorcists and, and doctors, they say, we need to distinguish when a person is possessed or obsessed by demons or when they are just mentally sick, a schizophrenic, multiple personality, and be having psychological disorders. What Cappy noticed absolutely clearly is that there is no illness without a spiritual influence. That is spiritual and, component somehow. Yes, and there is no possession or obsession without illness, psychological illness. They are integrated. They are all together, you know? And this uh, relies like it's lying on a principle, a metaphysical principle, that uh, evil... Or the sickness or what is bad, what is negative, does not have substance. It exists only on goodness, meaning evil is the absence of goodness. There is no evil by itself. It's always the destruction of goodness. So uh, understanding sickness, understanding evil like this, one must understand that there is not such a thing as evil, like evil by itself. Evil is the, the absence, is the denial, is the attack, is the counter-action of goodness, of God. Yeah, there's always a participation in some way in evil. Yes. It can't be something that exists yes. just without our exactly. feeding it somehow. Exactly. Yeah. It's an attitude of a, someone, of some beings. Well, this is such a point. Claudia. If it's there a, is not beings practicing evil, being like having attitudes against goodness, there will not be, there would not be evil in the world. But the goodness, truth, and beauty are eternal. This is fundamental. This is like, uh, because we have the idea, I think, somewhere in some of the religions or f uh, spiritual philosophies, that evil and good are necessary together as a balance in the universe. Yeah. And you're saying... No, that no. evil is just a, like it's uh, like opposing, oppos op in opposition to, to goodness and to God. So we need to go back to Jesus Christ and his teachings, not to the churches necessarily. We don't need churches to study what Jesus Christ taught and the truth that he brought and understanding it like the, this truth under these optics of yeah. science, yeah. which is so beautiful, so great. So what Jesus came here to do was to open our eyes towards evil and to liberate us from this heavy burden and he couldn't do that, not because he couldn't do, but humanity was not ready. We so, didn't accept it, right? No, uh, we didn't. And we don't accept it uh, even today. Yes. And we are on the 
peak of this rejection now in humanity. Yeah, we can't go much further. We're we're at the edge of it. We're on going over the cliff. <laughs> Either we open our eyes and see what is happening behind the scenes, or or we will see. Th- like the end of civilization. And what's going on behind the scenes, you're suggesting, is a spiritual influence from evil spirits who are against goodness and human resonance or dissonance with those evil spirits in some way. I'm, I am I feel sad. Have I simplified it? To, no, I feel sad, uh, but I, I need to say that there is no other uh, philosophical, metaphysical, scientific logical, uh, realistic explanation for what is happening all over the planet. I stayed in Brazil for this very reason. I realized very soon, I came here for six months, as you know, 16 years ago, and I, I remember say, speaking to you in your home saying, Claudia, I, I see that the the battle of the human being is directly with God. And if that's true, then that seems to me the major uh, consciousness on the planet. And I want to be part of the major battle that's going on An in the world. An incredible major battle against, like, evil against goodness, right? Against good. And we are in between those forces being deceived by the evil ones. The majority of humanity are like living dead, at the present moment. Good. I want you to talk more about that in a minute. We'll come back in just a second on thinking with somebody else's head. I want to take a little break for some of our little promotional material that we like to do, selling our books and things like that. So we're back in just a moment on thinking with somebody else's head on the Stop Radio Network. Don't go away. More to come. Home to thinking with somebody else's head and healing through consciousness. This is the Stop Radio Network. A key inversion in science. Always we are trying to extract energy from a material element. And its negative consequences. We provoke serious imbalances in nature. Corrected now with the Kepi Motors disinversion of physics. And we developed a way to have mechanical power with very little electricity. This will make a big change, not only in energetic efficiency, but also it will bring better energy in homes because it's magnetic energy. The Kepi Motor, new technology for a new world. So you don't want to stop cutting trees because... I make money. Uh-huh, but if we keep cutting them... Well, it affects the weather a little. Ooh, a lot, actually. And uh, it contributes to global warming. Well, that's kind of serious. And destroys the ecosystem. So what I get you to stop? Well, if they paid me the same money to stop cutting trees that I get for cutting them... Well, that's an interesting way to look at it. If I don't cut the trees, someone else will. Inversion. It's killing us. A message from the Stop the Destruction of the World Association. Stop na.org. Hi, my name is Thorne, and I love listening to the Stop Radio Network. It helps me to start off my day in a really good mode. The most relevant conversations in the world today are on the Stop Radio Network. We are back thinking with somebody else's head on the Stop Radio Network. Claudia bernhard Pacheco, and we're talking about the battle. I was just saying when we were taking our little break that this is the battle. I mean, if we're looking at getting to the source of the problem on the planet, this is where we have to go, at least in my understanding. Uh, uh, we can see this in a, like in a microcosmos. Microcosmic. Micro and the... Macrocosmic. Macro. Micro, <laughs> macro. Yeah. Because when we see a patient, 
who is suffering sometimes physical illnesses, panic attacks, depression, suicidal attempts. And if we do not focus what they bring, like if we do not face this spiritual battle inside of themselves, we cannot help them. And if we do this, they get healed. Yeah. So it, this is what I, one of the things I wanted to, to talk about. You, you mentioned about panic attacks and schizophrenic attitudes and hearing voices. Is there always uh, our participation in those things? It's, Absolutely. It's never just a physical, Absolutely. mental It's imbalance. always a participation of our own choices, inverted choices, our inversion. We see in good as bad and bad as good. So we go, we, we listen, we accept bad in our lives because we, we feel pleased by it. Yeah. It's like a pleasure. So a we negative are, pleasure, like, a, like we an are ugly impact, pleasure. You know, yeah. We are impact, like corruption. You think that corruption brings uh, advantages, brings pleasure, brings power, brings uh, a lot of things. But you never think corruption as a source of entropy and destruction and illness and, and pain and suffering and, and you know, putrif put putrefaction. putrefaction. This is corruption. But we don't see this like this. So we are deceived all the time by demons, all the time. Now, in a macrocosmos... Uh, you know, Richard, uh, generally, uh, literates, literat. Uh, writers. Uh, writers. Literate, yeah. And people who write books and write theater pieces, uh, they, artists. They capture. They capture. Beautiful. And, and not only Orswell brought this concept to us. Oh, Orwell. Oh, so, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm going, Orwell. Is, this, is, this, sorry. Is, is, this, is this the place in the Area 51? <laughs> Roswell, I was thinking. Yeah. I mixed. <laughs> I, okay. I mixed Roswell with Orwell. Yeah, George Orwell. Oh, yeah, so, okay. okay. 1984. So remember what he forecast. Yeah. <laughs> he foresaw. He saw what we're uh, living. Uh, living dead kind of people, yeah. like uh, autom yeah, automatic. automatons. Yeah. yeah. And those movies from the 60s, speaking about vampires and Dracula and Count Dracula, what happens in that, in, in those movies? They show many important concepts that we are seduced by those powerful Draculas. The Dracula is a powerful guy, like our powerful yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, the people who rule the nations, yeah. they are like Draculas. Yeah. <laughs> and behind them, there is Lucifer and Satan. And, uh, and people admire them, fear them and admire them, obey them like we do with our powerful. And those Dracula, they uh, seduce people, especially women, and I agree 100% with this. And women are deceived by Dracula, by this powerful man that they love. Mm -hmm. They are seduced. But those powerful, they suck the blood of women. See how much consumption women support. We are consumers. And we uh, are the responsible for the maintenance of those tra 
transnational corporations and all these credit cards and all this, we are sucked. And we suck the blood of our husbands and and our companions and, and everybody because then we seduce them too. And according to the movie, each one like passes on this need to suck the blood, to suck the energy, the life, the life force, the energy, the life force of the people. And you, you see them always being Christians, like before they are sucked, they became becoming vampires, they were Christians. So they were loving creatures, they were sharing love with each other with each other and being respectful and being beautiful and alive and then they so this is what happens, Richard. You're talking about this sucking, I think, uh, also in a metaphorical sense, right? That this is – they're not actually biting our neck and <laughs> taking out our blood. But there's this, this sense I think we have of the, of the power structure on the planet, sucking all the life out of the planet, exploiting And they heard Dracula. This exactly. is how they get Dracula. You're speaking about it in this sense. And we all know these Dracula people in our lives. We all know these people. Jeez, I just spent 15 minutes with that guy and I yeah. I can't I can't even get out of my chair. If you I'm go so to a shopping center, you get like all sucked. Oh man, that's so true, Claudia. I can't spend ten minutes in a shopping center. When I came to Brazil, I was shocked because everybody was in shopping centers all the time. Well, I never did that if I was in Canada. The last place I'd go is a shopping center. But you didn't go to churches either. No, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you couldn't bear being in a church. That's true. I remember. That's very true. Being so in this a reaction is always there are extremes. Like being too religious yeah. or atheistic yeah, 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 are yeah. two extremes of demonic behavior. If you are fanatic religious, you are demonic. If you are a, a, an atheist, you are demonic as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, a rejection of this whole world. This is very true. So what happens with those living dead creatures? <laughs> they, they, come, they, they, come, they come only, they just vibrate during the night. So they go to those yeah. discos yeah. and those parties pubs, and parties, and they do raves. all their evil during the night. And during the day, they are li like living dead. If they cannot stay uh, um, sleeping, they are sleeping in their offices, and they do not react to anything more, anything more. This is one of the things you were saying on the weekend in our regular session with Dr. Kepi, our new psychosinia with Dr. Kepi, uh -huh. which is very interesting. And you said that uh, you've noticed in the people that come to your groups and come to the new classes that yeah, you're conducting, uh, people are not reacting. People no, are not like, reacting. No, any they're longer. like numb, numb, numb. Yeah, Richard, we speak about those Dracula powerful people. And I'm not. I don't tell them they are Dracula, but we say, <laughs> come on, don't you want to react? Don't you want to have your own life, don't your you want freedom? To do something. To do it. something for your own, for your own sake. I mean, doing your own companies and, and living life, doing something useful and, and stopping d destroying the planet and, and preserving the good of your lives? Or, or do you prefer to dress up like everybody does when they go to those offices and they're like transnational corporations and the banking system? Everybody dresses the same and they behave the same. They have the same protocols and they don't think. They don't react. They are like living dead. So they come and they stay and after 
two hours, three hours, they start like starting to wake up, wake a up a little bit, and they get like they get a little bit of enthusiasm. But later on, they go back and they fall. Leaving dead creatures. Well, I had an experience of this in the classroom, and then a new young guy who's studying with me. He's working for in the um, big bank inside the stock market area investments. He came to the class just dead. You could see the young guy, not not even thirty yet, young guy. At the end of the class, he says, "Wow, I woke up. I woke up." Uh, it took him, you know, yeah, he says, yeah. "Wow," because he was like. You know, yawning and yeah, like yeah. right out of it, totally out of it. And by the end of the class, he was. And has... they need more and more uh, strong sensorial, emotional experiences to vibrate. Yeah. So, do you know what this lead to? Take drugs and more drugs and more and different kinds of drugs, stronger and stronger each time. And also getting more of an adrenaline rush, driving faster, doing extreme sports, finding some way to get some uh, life in you, right? A lot of sexual experiences, a and lot of... And being perverts in, in sex, and hurting people in sex, and hurting children in sex. You know, you see in the United States, people are all drugged. All drugged. Pharmaceutical drugs and... Yeah, more serious things, of course. So you see, people are absolutely under the control of the powers of evil. The, we, the humanity, is under the control of the powers of evil. We see nations, menacing nations, of uh, bombing them with nuclear weapons. We know what this would mean. We see the Pacific Ocean being all intoxicated by those um, radiations of Fukushima, we see all these people in Africa, in Arab countries, in, in now in Europe, all these religious fights, and we pretend nothing is happening. And even worse, those lunatics, these terrorists, lunatics, they speak under the name of God as if it was the true God, but they are speaking about their God, which is Lucifer, you know, the God, a God that uh, feed terrorism and these religious battles and wars. Who is this God? Yeah. Now, let's just talk for a second about this because under control of evil, by our choice, I think that's really important. Is we're not yeah, victims. Unknown of, choice. Unknown choice. Yeah, we're not unknown so conscious. Unknown choice. This is the shame. Isn't it's it? uh, yeah. It's half known choice. We we might say because they are not that victimized people, but a little bit. Uh, we are deceived, Richard. We are deceived most of the time because of our inversion. We are creatures that by 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 nature, by essence. We are under the, the, the law of natural law. And natural law is always towards life. Always. Even a small cell, any mechanism of the body, goes into this direction of life. They, they, they go towards life and not towards death. Yes, yes. So death is abnormal. Death is something created by us with our cooperation was created by Lucifer, and now he has, or it has, our cooperation. And also that we are unconscious. So this inversion that we live, 
Seeking pleasure instead of happiness. Pay attention. Seeking pleasure instead of happiness. And accomplishing a will that is not authentic. Our authentic will is not this will that we many times perform. Like uh, our true will is more in accordance to truth goodness and beauty, natural one. And this evil will that seeks for pleasure, intense pleasure, it's not our true pleasure. That's why we cannot be happy when we enjoy this pleasure. We can be have a, an enormous amounts of pleasure. Those killers, Richard, they have enormous amount of pleasure. When they kill someone, they it's like a need to release something and to relief a kind of urge they have to kill someone this is not natural this is evil evil is present all over in many forms formats and forms and attitudes and the more we deny this consciousness the worse for us Dr. Kepi is always saying that if we don't have consciousness of this, we are ruled by it. Right? Yes, we are ruled. And this is the, what we're seeing in the planet today. And sooner the... or later, we will pay the bill. We are because paying. Because then well, he's coming. Yeah. The guy is coming, or the guys is, are coming, and they say, "Who's the boss here? Who's the yeah, master? Who's the man?" We are actually paying the price now because our world is very, very, very sick, and we don't feel good in this world. If you want to see evil in front of you, watch some documentaries about serial killers or just simple killers. They have this in the United States. We have a channel here. Uh, it's IC channel, invest, investigative channel, or investigation channel, or something. And they they show 24 hours. All these kind of programs. Yes, all kinds of evil. But not fantastic evil like fantasy. It's true, pure, real evil. Uh, uh, assassinations and all, all, all the kind of evils. And there are so many, so many. So you have, you have evil in front of you. If you see that little guy in North Korea, you see evil. In that small Dracula, fat Dracula, you know. But you also see evil in other powerful people as well. Not only him. And in our system. And you see evil in your house. You see evil in your mother many times. Like the mothers are very much responsible for raising up serial killers. Behind a serial killer is always a, a mother that was psychopath. So you see evil inside homes. You see evil in pedophily. You see evil in many young, young girls being pregnant and, and killing their babies. You see evil all around. You see evil, all those people being exploited and many forests and animals being extinguished. You see evil all around. Come on, open your eyes. This is not religion. This is reality. This is science. Wow. Vampires, murderers, war and terrorism, destruction of nature. Evil is everywhere, isn't it? Claudia is right on there. Of course, in the midst of that reality, we have a psychosocial science that explains this, gives us the tools to be more conscious 
which is something that is essential for us to wake up to, and the therapeutic, business, educational, medical, economic, and political means to resolve it, all contained in Norberto Kepi's expansive and unifying science of analytical trilogy. Lots more resources on our stopradio.org site. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. That's Thinking with Somebody Else's Head for this time. Talk to you next time. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. And you smoke because? My body craves nicotine. Ah, so it's physical. An addiction, yeah. But when do you light up anyway? Oh, when I'm stressed, can't cope with a client, under a lot of pressure. Uh Uh-huh, so smoking helps you feel less stressed. Yeah, and if I stop, I'll become like a beached whale. It also keeps you slim then. Slim, now you're getting it. Yeah, that's kind of a mental gymnastics you're doing there. You should hear what I say about my drinking. Inversion. It's killing us. A message from the Stop the Destruction of the World Association. StopNA.org. There are thousands of organizations around the world doing important and excellent work to save the planet. But no one is doing what the Stop the Destruction of the World Association is doing. What we address is the fundamental cause of all these problems, which is the human being. And this is a subject of a science called psychosocial pathology. Our work at STOP is based on the advanced psychosocial science emerging from the School of Analytical Trilogy, founded by Dr. Norberto Kepi. In essence, we have the world we have because of what is going on inside the human psyche. I find the discovery that Dr. Kepi did about psychological inversion a major step forward that will help not only the psychological sciences, the social sciences, but all the other areas of human endeavor. Modern technology and science have failed to bring us more wisdom. And we now pose a greater threat to life on Earth than ever before. We are upside down. We see the world upside down in life. And we built an upside down society with upside-down laws, values, habits, systems, institutions. The idea that we're achieving economic growth is pure illusion. Actually, we're becoming poorer and poorer. The cause of all this is our inverted philosophy of life. When we want to put money much more valuable than feelings, friendships, arts, spirituality, when we value arrogant people in society instead of humble people, all of these inverted values cause a lot of anxiety, unhappiness, unsatisfaction because we cannot live against our essence. Our work at STOP is to help humanity become conscious of these root causes of our destruction and take the necessary steps to heal them. We are creating mechanisms, instruments of survival and development to live a happier life. And this is based on the trilogical science from Norberto Kepi. So this is our proposal. To find out more about the Stop the Destruction of the World Association, go to stopna.org. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and welcome to the Stop Radio Network. We broadcast from the International Society of Analytical Trilogy in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And our programs, Thinking with Somebody Else's Head and Healing Through Consciousness, offer the most relevant conversations around about the state of our world and what we can do to make it better. Thanks for tuning in.